I thought I would briefly discuss a few things regarding the upcoming climate change, climate warming conference that's going to be held in Glasgow, Scotland, UK in 31st of October 2021 for a couple of weeks and it's inviting many countries to send their leaders and representatives to it and so far over 150 uh global leaders, including Pope Francis and the President of the United States, have all said they will be attending. And we see the preparations for this being made, uh, those of us who live in the city of Glasgow, and we've been warned from the beginning of the summer of the closures around the city centre for the whole time that this conference is on. And so we are to feel blessed by having these people land in Scotland in November with their entourage, their security teams, and really only the Lord knows what else. But I felt that um the Lord was impressing upon me to talk about this conference that's coming up because many people in the kingdom of God may not realise what's going on here because they're certainly not going to tell us. And I uh, know partly what's going on with this and I just share a very small aspect of that here in this podcast and the topic that I'm going to be talking about is firstly one of the main speakers who has now confirmed that she will be attending. Initially she said she wasn't coming but she has confirmed that she will be there And that person is now a global celebrity, even though she's still just a young woman, really just out of childhood fairly recently. And everybody just about knows her name, Greta Thunberg, the young girl from Sweden who is a climate activist. Now... I would just put here, these are my own thoughts and what I have prayed about and believe the Lord has shown me, but obviously do your own research and most most of all, pray about it, take it to the Lord in prayer. Everything that you hear from people, take it to the Lord in prayer. So... Who is Greta? Well, a few years back, we saw her as a child. Um, She was basically a lone child protesting 
in the front of the, the Swedish Parliament um, protesting about this international phenomenon of global warming. And although the mass media made it seem as if this meteoric rise to prominence for Greta happened organically, it's simply not true. Behind Greta is a major machine, one that's controlled by major international actors and backed by major funds. So this is a PR machine and it's allowed We Greta to make the covers of magazines to become the subject of thousands of news articles while she's being photographed with world leaders, giving speeches at elite organisations such as the United Nations that none of us would get into. No way. So we Greta, although um, she may genuinely be concerned with the fate of the planet, her message is carefully crafted by those who control her to generate a very specific response from people, especially the youth, but for everyone really. Greta is the face of a major marketing scheme and it's tightly coordinated and it's international and the effort is to sell global warming through a specific lens and that lens highlights the things that they want people to take away from this. Fear, panic and urgency. And over the last 18 months, where have we seen that before? So, I would just say that I'm not an expert on global warming. I certainly am not. But there's a lot of things that just, logically speaking, and when I pray about it, do not make sense. And I just do have a background in media. um, And... I know what mass media programming is like and it's very effective upon those who have not yet developed an acute sense of critical thinking, if that is still a thing in these days we live in. But notably, those are young people. And the Greta phenomenon was, I suggest, custom-made to cater for this very specific demographic. But there's another thing going on here about Greta, and that is her background. Her background is extremely strange, to say the least, and 
Greta's parents are, our father's name is, um, he's an actor, Svante Thunberg, and her grandfather is a director. So her mother is a famous opera singer, Melina Ehrman, and she became a celebrity, I believe, at the Eurovision Song Contest in 20. Uh, 2009 and she was named the court singer by Carol Gustaf of Sweden after that but if you go online and look at Melina during the Eurovision Song Contest there are pictures and a few videos of her She's got on a white dress and there's women in the background wearing these grotesque masks and they have one eye covered. And there's a lot of the one eye uh, sign in, in Melina's uh, work, in our songs, in our pictures. Um, she's on the front of some magazine covers this was before We Greta appeared and she's on the cover of one magazine. This is Greta's mother and that magazine is called V, V-I and the quote under her face, her face is very blonde like the Swedes are and the cover is just really her whole uh, head and shoulders picture and underneath her face, the quote says, this is from her, Greta's mum. The quote says, we all sell our souls to the devil. Okay, that's Greta's mum. You can't make this up. I mean, you can have a look for yourself. So... When I was investigating who this wee girl was, because I really hadn't looked at a lot about her until I heard this COP26 was coming to Scotland. And I thought, well, what is this about? And the Lord said, well, go and have a look. Um, and I'm only focusing in this uh, podcast on the rise to prominence of we Greta. And what I see going on with her because of the way she uh, moves herself, um, the way she positions her hands and things like that. Uh, Over the years, over decades, the Lord's shown me so much about um, the Luciferian cabals, the satanic stuff is just you know that's just what has happened in my life I never asked for it it's just how it's been and so over the years you just learn so much and how it all fits together and I believe a lot of what we've seen the last 18 months and what is continuing and the next part is this global warming it fits in there are several agendas 
um, with regards to Agenda 21, Agenda uh, 2030. And these all play into that. And you've probably heard Fourth Industrial Revolution. Um, that was a book written in 2016 by the head of the World Economic Forum, Klaus Schwab. And all of these people know each other and they're all part of the same cabal, because that's what it is. And most of them, if not all of them, are practising Luciferians. They worship Satan. So, Greta, back to Greta. I believe, because of a lot of things I've seen with Greta's um, body language, with the way she places herself, I believe she's a puppet of the Illuminati, of the Luciferians, whatever you want to call them. And she's being used to advance the New World Order, this satanic global system of governance that Satan wants to bring about. So, and we know... We know in Revelation, when we read the Bible, who wins? <laughs> no, Jesus wins. And um, so, but part of the work up to this uh, new world order, Luciferian satanic global government, to do away with nations and countries, um, which the Lord, you know, uh, wants this um, technocracy with these super rich people, very small percentage of the global population, but they're very, very powerful because they have the majority of the money. And so I believe that we Greta is a puppet of these people and She's being used, as I say, to advance the agenda of this one world government. It's part of it. It's not all of it. But climate change is certainly a big part of it. And I believe she's been programmed and fed false information to speak on climate change. Now, it may have come from her family and it may have come from other places. And I think it's a mixture of both. Because um, there's there's similarities um, with the things that Greta does that also affect people who show signs of mind control programming, similar to MKUltra, or they also call it monarch programming. That's another subject that goes on all over the world. Umpteen millions of people right now have been affected by that. It's not a conspiracy theory. Uh, many people have come out of it terribly traumatised and the Lord's healed them and they have given their life to Christ and they become whistleblowers and so they tell us what you know has been going on. And there's too many of these people um, to not at least carefully consider what they're saying. 
and most of them have that ring of truth about them and then when you take it to the Lord um, people have found that God's confirmed it in many many cases so this goes on it's horrific it's satanic and it happens in every country in the world including Scotland so I think what's going on with Greta is she's being used in this, you know, climate change PR project. Now that the uh, the virus PR project is waning a bit, although that I believe will not go away. That will be used whenever they want to pull it out the drawer to bring in. Uh, authoritarian policies they'd never get away with otherwise so I don't think that is going away ever at the moment anyway it certainly isn't and um, so this spreading panic fear and urgency that you know we Greta does so well is for the benefit of these people um, who are the Luciferian elite uh, because they want to use people like Greta to instill this fear so that they don't have to use an army um, to come against the people. The people will actually do what they want because they will convince the people through folk like we Greta that they need to change and all these changes will be made to benefit these uh, extremely powerful, wealthy, Luciferian globalists. Certainly not your average person because they have written many, many papers on climate change controls and what they propose to bring in. And basically it is to bring people back to a medieval form of serfdom where people have really nothing. I mean, they did even say this last year. People will have nothing and be happy. They'll own nothing and be happy. They were saying that people will rent in future. Oh, and who will they rent from? Who will own all the property? Uh, you know, just as an aside, these Luciferian globalists, of course. So it's to get people dependent on the government, the global government, who will then uh, reward them for not using a car, not doing this, not doing that. And so... Gradually, people will be brought into this mindset. We only need to look at the last 18 months to see how that worked. And they'll be brought into this mindset where they'll be shamed for turning on the heating in the winter. Uh, things like this. And they will use social control of the people themselves against one another. That is our main tactic of the Luciferians. And so back to we Greta.
mind control programs children to believe things that are false about themselves and the world. And I won't go into the horrific details of how that comes about um, trauma, specific types, but the child grows up and can't think any other way. And they don't realise it because a lot of it is subconscious and comes out with trigger words and prompts. And this is what I've seen when I've looked and read and watched videos of wee Greta. And so these children in their day-to-day lives have what are called handlers. And I believe, I, I certainly think from appearances, they appear to be her parents. And also a woman who's come in the scene fairly recently and you will see her with Greta a lot now. She's a woman called Louisa Marie Neubauer and she is a member of something called the One O-N-E campaign. It's an organisation managed by Bill Gates and Bono and heavily funded by George Soros's Open Society Foundation. So there's four red flags all at once. The one campaign, Bill Gates, Bono and George Soros. So this woman is always with Greta wherever she goes now. She's in pictures and you'll see her if you look. So she's presenting things called, there's a position that shows Greta with both her arms down and one of her hands is grabbing the other arm just above the wrist. Now that's a specific position that's used in mind control, ritual abuse and it's known as inverted commas, in the presence of the master position. And many, many people who've come out from programming have said that that is a key thing and it's one of the things you can spot uh, children, especially um, sporting, if they have been part of this programme. Um, you know, the body language, you have to understand these people work um, through Luciferian language, which is based on body language, on signs, on symbols, colours, numbers, gematria. And people who are part of this Luciferian agenda well, their children must learn this language too. And Greta had for a long time, I know she's changed it and had one long plait now and again as well, but you'll often see caricatures of her or memes where she has long hair parted in the middle and 
with the, the two plaits at either side. Now, long hair parted in the middle in plaits like that is demanded of teen girls where the Lilith goddess, very, very dark Illuminati uh, thing, is to be honoured. And they also make sure that they know how to tilt their head slightly forward and slightly down with a half smile. That's another thing that they instill in them. And it's also in deference to their master and obedience to their master. And these Luciferians demand respect and obedience. You basically do or you die. And so the master's facial cue is head tilt down, eyes looking at you with a half smile and hair parted in the middle and long hair in a teenager. And of course, people may very well say that's just a coincidence. Um, but there's a lot more evidence than just that about we Greta and Google's trying to get rid of it all very quickly, I've noticed. But if you all all evidence of possible mind control, that's what I mean. Greta's everywhere, but this aspect of her life is more and more difficult to find, but it's still there. Um, so for someone who thinks it is a complete coincidence what I'm saying, there's a really disturbing picture that I believe is still on the internet, but you need to go to the Wayback Machine, the Internet Archive. If you go to Google, it doesn't come up. So the photograph I managed to track down is from a Swedish magazine called Mama Nu, M-A-M-A-N-U, two words, which I think in Swedish means new mother. But the photograph is from 2009 and it's archived in the Wayback Machine in July the 5th, 2011. So if you go to the Wayback Machine, July the 5th, 2011, under the website for www.mama.nu and look for Melina's picture, Melina Ehrman, you will see this picture. And it's the picture I'm about to describe. It's the husband and the mother of Greta, they are sitting with, the mother has Greta on her knee, the father has Greta's younger sister, who's about three years younger. Now, Greta's about six in this photo, and her sister looks about three. The two wee girls are both dressed. Now, remember, symbolism is everything to Luciferians. That's why people don't see a lot of things in the world, because a lot of it's symbolic. But once you know what the symbols are, you cannot miss them. 
But this photograph is extremely disturbing when you know certain things and you become aware of things. And from a programming perspective, this photograph shows Greta and her wee sister dressed in royal blue satin dresses with puffed sleeves, a white uh, apron over them, a white apron with a bib top and they have tiaras on their head. Now, that type of dress in children is called Alice in Wonderland. Now, people can get that from, you know, different shops, dressing up stuff for kids, but the symbolism here is that the monarch and MKUltra programming of children was called, codenamed Alice in Wonderland. So... Unlike what Greta says, you know, about fairy tales, this is not a fairy tale with a lot of survivors that have come out of it that I have ministered to. This is a real thing. And so why are these parents who are part of Extinction Rebellion, Antifa, well known for their Luciferian views, why have they got their children in this pose? The two children on top of that have an eye covered. Each of them have one eye covered with their hand. It's a very unnatural pose. So the one eye, eye of Horus, that's another subject. Eye of Horus, one-eyed pose is there in the photograph as well. It's extremely disturbing. So it appears to be a staged and deliberate photograph. Um, both children in classic Alice in Wonderland dresses. Um, there's just a lot of symbolism in it. The parents, the father's dressed in black, the mother's dressed in white, all black, all white. Again, that's symbolic of the Hegelian dialectic Freemasonry, chessboard, that type of thing. And it, the Alice in Wonderland programming is well-known mind control programming um, with deliberately confusing language and it goes down the rabbit hole deliberately. So... Greta has on the gold um, tiara and normally that represents the golden child who's representing the family line. And the carbon emission climate question actually started with her grandfather. So it's quite interesting when you look at these different uh, things separately and together in Greta's background. So, as I say, her, her mother's song featured one-eye symbolism at the Eurovision Song Contest. And, you know, the, the quote 
uh, we all sell our souls to the devil on a big magazine. And then Greta herself has now been featured on a lot of international magazines. One's called ID and she has the one-eyed Eye of Horus symbol on that. And there are several other photographs of Greta with her hand over her eye with a shadow from a hand over her eye. Lots of these symbolic pictures that just show she sadly is a cabal puppet. And she probably has absolutely no clue um, because a lot of the mind control programming is buried deep in the subconscious and it comes out in different altars. Greta we know is autistic but quite a powerful speaker on the stage and that may be because certain altars are operating at different times and the mind of a programmed child splits used to be called multiple personality disorder now it's disassociative disorder it's a well-known phenomenon and it helps people to not basically lose their mind when they're children. They can't comprehend what's happening to them and their mind splits and they have these different personalities. And it's also the belief behind a lot of the shooters that all of a sudden, you know, mow down people, um, that an altar has come forward that is a gunman you know, lone gunman type thing. Um, so there's a lot of things going on that the public have no idea about. But I'm not ending on this because um, it is dark, it is negative, but these things are real and we can either um, take them to Lord in prayer or we can just, you know, roll up in a ball and... <laughs> you know, just want to go to sleep um, for a long time. And it's like, we don't do that because we're children of the living God. And he has placed his Holy Spirit in us. And he tells us that these Luciferians might think that they own the world <laughs> or their master does. They're very wrong. And they will find that out one day. And our Father in his word, which is eternal, he doesn't lie, he's not a man. His word says to us regarding who the world belongs to, he tells us over and over who it belongs to. In Psalm 89, verse 11, the heavens are yours, the earth also is yours, the world and all it contains, you have founded them. And Deuteronomy 10, verse 14 says, Behold, to the Lord your God belong heaven and the highest heavens, the earth and all that is in it. And Psalm 24, verse 1, a psalm of David, the earth is the Lord's and all it contains, the world and those who dwell in it. And 
many, many verses. Psalm 95, verse 4, In whose hand are the depths of the earth, the peaks of the mountains are his also. And verse 5, The sea is his, for it was he who made it, and his hands formed the dry land. And in that wonderful Psalm 50, verse 10, For every beast of the forest is mine, the cattle on a thousand hills. And then in verse 11 of that same psalm, I know every bird of the mountains and everything that moves in the field is mine. And it is so amazing um, that God, our Father, owns all of this and we're his children on earth. We pray for his kingdom to come on earth as it is in heaven. That's why decrees and declarations are so important. We do not give in to this fear, this panic that the rest of the world gives into. We shouldn't anyway. If we are born again and filled with the Holy Spirit, fear should have no part in our life. God does not give us a spirit of fear. Fear is a spirit from the enemy. And it's having a field day in our world at the moment. So we need to resist that. We can tell it to go in the name of Jesus. It has no authority over us as a child of the living God. It's the opposite way around. We dictate it. We tell it to go in Jesus' name. We rebuke it in the name of Jesus. So Jeremiah 46.10, the Lord tells us what happens to these people who do these things that I've just been explaining to people like who I believe have done it to we Greta. Jeremiah 46, 10 says, For that day belongs to the Lord God of hosts, a day of vengeance, so as to avenge himself on his foes, and the sword will devour and be satiated, and drink its fill of their blood, for there will be slaughter for the Lord God of hosts in the land of the north by the river Euphrates. So, the Lord will deal with Satan and those who continue to follow him, they are not going to have the end that they have been fooled to believe in. And so we can pray and make decrees and declarations and take authority over the principalities and powers that are ruling over the earth right now, ruling over our nation. How dare they come, I sound like Greta now, how dare they come to Scotland with their COP26? How dare they come to Scotland and do their Luciferian rituals? Because I believe that's what they're planning to do. They're not all coming to Scotland for no reason. That's just not true. Um, it's no coincidence. And our nation is at a pivotal moment. And like Bill said, it is absolutely not a given that the nation turns to God unless there is a remnant a people of God who will pray and intercede 
and come against this evil and bring it down so that it allows the heavens to be opened and for revival to hit the people, to hit the land and to go out from here to the other nations. So it's not to be defeatist. This is just to explain what I think is happening with what I see with wee Greta and what I've learned over the decades about how these people operate, what they do. And a lot of it is is not nice uh, to learn, but the Lord wants some of us, not all of us, I understand that, to know about these things so we can pray against it. And my life just took certain turns that that's what happened and that's what the Lord has taught me over the years. And you rarely hear it in a church, from a pulpit. And and I understand that. Majority of people do not want to hear about that. They never encounter it. They think they never encounter it. But TV is programming There's so many different psychological um, attacks on people that they're not even aware of. And and the last 18 months just shows that so obviously to somebody who sees it. But a lot of people don't see it. And that's the problem. So we need to pray that their eyes are opened in Jesus' mighty name. Because, you know, we, we do win. We're in the Lord's side. Ultimately, we win and the Lord goes before us and fights the battle. He wants this more than we do to to triumph over the enemy. And that's what we will do. And we will see this kingdom come back to God when we do it. And we keep doing it. We need to persevere, having done all to stand and not to give up. So praise the Lord. And I hope you found this interesting. <laughs> and if not, I apologise. Um, it is a very, it's a difficult subject to talk about. Um, child uh, trauma-based mind control. It's horrific. These people do it all the time, every day. So we need to pray against that as well, in Jesus' name. So God bless. Bye for now.